0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. Steve Salman, Sports Radio 1019, Well, what a pleasant surprise to get a call from somebody that so many thousands of fan listeners miss this guy on the air. Exceptional, talented guy, multi, multi-talented. You see him on SNY, and he is with uh, New York, New York. John Jasremski from the Ringer Podcast Network. Uh, Bill Simmons very much involved with all of that. John Jasremski, JJ, after nor- after uh, after dark, you are heavily missed.
1: That's one hell of an introduction. First of all, you, my friend, are heavily missed. It is great hearing your voice. Oh, it has been way too long. And when my golf buddy, the great Paulie Rosenberg, who, by the way, is one of the all-time greats, yes. he's making some progress, says, him with our golf games. We're yes. getting there, Stevie. Yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> he texted me. I'm sitting at home. I'm watching Notre Dame and Ohio State. He goes, you got a few minutes for Stevie? And I go, for Stevie,
0: anything. What's happening, brother? How are well, you? Well, everything is good, and, and uh, it's uh, great to hear you. And you are, seriously. I mean, right from the get-go, you're a missed, uh, you're exceptional uh, talent. And we see that with SNY, you and Sal going back and forth. And, uh, and again, with uh, the podcast, So, obviously, things are going very well for you. And I'm sure you miss being here as well.
1: Well, I miss people like you and Rosenberg. You know, in in all seriousness, Steve, (laughs) we (laughs) spent a lot of time together, man. You'd be doing your night shifts. I'd be getting ready for the overnight. It's that, you know, that that family, that fraternity. You know, that's, to me, what you miss. And, of course, all the listeners out there who are listening right now, whatever time it is, (laughs) 1130 at night, (laughs) there's something to be said for that. Um... Everything's great, Steve. I mean, listen, work is fantastic. Um, I got my hands in tens billion cookie jars, as you know. I mean, that's right. modern-day broadcasting for you in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, be honest with me, though, Steve. Did you think I could pull off wearing a suit five days a week? I don't know. You might have been a little skeptical on that.
0: Just saying. Well, here's what I do think, that someday, uh, maybe uh, a year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now, you'll be back here on record with that one huh yeah i would uh, i would uh, put some money on that i i do think because first of all you left on very very good terms with not only management per se they they understood your talent and uh how you could be uh you know working someplace else there's no question about that however i mean it was not i know an easy decision for you you I talked about it with other people and wanted to get their thoughts and feelings about whether it'd be the right thing to do. And the bottom line is a final decision yours. And as long as you're happy, but you left here on good terms. And I think someday you'll be back here where, I mean, this was your home for a while.
1: It's very kind of you to say, uh, Steve, to be honest with you, and it's going to sound lame, and I know a lot of people listening are probably like, yeah, JJ, sure. Yeah. Day by day, Steve. Yeah. Really, in all seriousness, you know, when you got you got so many things going on that for me to think a year from now, five years from now, ten yeah. years from now yeah. is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's what I know. I'm as busy as ever. I'm putting out content more than ever I've put out before in my life. Bill's taking care of me. SOI's taking care of me. Uh, it's great hearing you, though. That, that, More importantly, Steve, that's that's what I love hearing right now. Your voice is comfort food, baby.
0: <laughs> well, here, let me ask you this. When do we hear you with the podcast, uh, for those who are uh, not familiar? So
1: basically after any big event, I work. You know, that's the beauty of my schedule now, Steve. I, I make my own hours, which I never thought I'd be able to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. with the podcast, that's basically what I do do. Um, when it's a big New York event, I hop on. Uh, aside from that, I do Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. But then I'm doing my gambling pod with Bill and Company. We're mm-hmm. doing that a couple of days a week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on FanDuel TV tomorrow, uh, doing a gambling show, which you know is right up my wheelhouse. Doing all the NFL <laughs> right, action, which I'm right. fired up about at 11 o'clock Eastern. Yes. Uh, so that's the thing, Steve. Like I, it's weird thinking about. A schedule anymore. You know, I still have one at s because obviously I come on after the Met games so mm-hmm. I come on for baseball night in New York. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. basically, Steve, in all seriousness, I work when I want to work, which, as you know, I like to work. So I work pretty damn often, you know?
0: Well, let me ask you this uh, with uh, your, your favorite football team. I mean, are we seeing uh, a Miami Dolphins team that could win the division and go far with serious January football?
1: Uh, from your lips to God's ears, my friend. Uh-huh. I hope so. I mean, uh-huh. listen, I think they're, they're super talented. Two is playing out of his mind. I mean, he is playing confident. He's playing with swagger. He has been empowered by this head coach, Mike McDaniel, who is this whiz kid. I feel like Steve Summers and Mike McDaniel would get along very well. That's just my sense. I feel like you guys, even though you're from different generations, would basically be two peas in a pod. I can't get enough of Mike McDaniel. Tyreek Hill, Steve, he is so damn good. He was worth every draft pick they gave up. And I know Kansas City won the Super Bowl last year because Mahomes is incredible. But Tyreek Hill has actually been better in Miami That he was in Kansas City, stat-wise. Which sounds insane, but if you look at the numbers, that's been the case. I'm head over heels for my football team. I feel like I'm owed this, Steve, considering Mm -hmm. how pathetic the Yankees were throughout the course of the year, which Mm -hmm. is a story for a Mm -hmm. different day. Mm -hmm. But if they can keep Tua and Tyreek upright, and that's the million-dollar question Mm -hmm. with Tua, they're damn good. They're going to win a lot of games this year. Uh,
0: Because you are a Yankee fan and a diehard one, what do you do with Stanton?
1: I wish I had an answer for you. Here's the problem. He's under contract for four more years. So, you know, people are going to say, oh, you buy him out. You have the flexibility. All right, that's all well and good. The Yankees didn't want to buy out Aaron Hicks. The Yankees didn't want to buy out Josh Donaldson. So now all of a sudden they're going to buy out Giancarlo Stanton? Um, As lousy as he looks, Steve, I'm skeptical on that. So, listen, the problem they run into, and, and it's crazy to say because they have the best pitcher in baseball. Garrett Cole's incredible. He's going to win to Cy Young this year. He's been yep. as advertised. Yep. Judge misses two months, but he's still got 35 home runs. Yeah. He three last night. Yeah. The guy is as good as ever. Steve, they have those two guys on their team, and they stink. Uh, I, I mean, think about that for a minute. They have the best pitcher in baseball. They have a top three player in all baseball and they're not going to stiff the postseason this year. Yeah. So what does that tell you about the Yankees?
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, tell me something about the Jets. Um, any thinking about Zach Wilson pulling off a win tomorrow?
1: So I have Beningo do picks with me every Thursday on a podcast, and he was mm-hmm. shocked when I said this. You might be shocked when I said this. Yeah. I think the Jets are going to win tomorrow. I don't know why. <laughs> There's no rationale for it. It's just gut feel. I know Wilson stinks. He's not salvageable. This is the worst edition of the Patriots they've had in a long, long time. And if the Jet defense is what they say they are, mm-hmm. they, they're going to win that game tomorrow. That's, that's the way I look at it. The Jets run the ball a zillion times with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. They basically tell Zach Wilson, you're not going to screw it up. And the Jet defense suffocates Mac Jones. And they go and win the game. Now, everybody and their mother's betting the Patriots. The lines at two and a half, it hasn't budged off at two and a half. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm
0: supremely
1: confident because, again, we're talking about Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick, and uh, you're aware of the history and everything that comes with it, with the Jets and the Patriots, and they haven't won against the Patriots since 2015, and Eric Decker and, Steve, I was working one or two days a week uh, filling in. So that was a long, long time ago, as we know. Uh, but sooner or later, that's got to come to an end. And I'm going to say it for you. I said it on Thursday. Mm-hmm. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Hmm. They win and they cover. How about that?
0: Yeah, well, I wouldn't go along with you on that one. But let me ask. <laughs> I can understand why. <laughs> yes. Where do the Jets find another quarterback, a veteran quarterback, even if he were to back up Zach Wilson, where are they going to find? Not Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, where Drew Brees, of course not. Where are they going to find themselves, another quarterback? Because they're going to need another quarterback on this roster.
1: Well, we're in agreement on that. Here, here's the problem. If you're thinking you're going to get a quarterback as good as Aaron Rodgers or even three-quarters as good as Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to happen. It's not happening. That's the thing. So Matt Ryan's got the cushy broadcast gig. Oh, by the way, Matt Ryan looked cooked and washed in Indianapolis last year behind a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. The Jet offensive line stinks, Steve. So if Matt Ryan, who, by the way, is not turning down that television money. He likes TV money. I know what the, I know a mm-hmm. thing or two about that. You don't want to say no to that TV money. He's saying a lot bigger TV money than me. The point mm-hmm. being is that he's, he's, he's good in his gig uh, with cattle on our uh, buddy Tiki Barber. Carson Wentz, you could sign. I don't think Carson Wentz is any good. Yeah. Um, you want to tell me he's a little bit better than Zach Wilson? Yeah, sure. But I don't know if there's a quarterback out there, Steve, that's getting this Jet team to mm-hmm. winning a playoff game. You know what I mean? Like You could tell me there are quarterbacks you bring in that maybe are a little bit better than Zach, mm-hmm. that maybe if everything shakes right, they could find their way to the playoffs. Here's the biggest problem. The Jets, Steve, had every opportunity last year to say enough is enough. (laughs) They could have said goodbye to Zach Wilson. They didn't want to do that. You know, they were all in on this idea of, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the mentor, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, Zach is going to sit, and he's going to learn, and when he gets his chance, he's going to look good. Uh, Newsflash, he could sit behind Aaron Rodgers for 10 years. He's still going to stink. (laughs) He's never going to be any good. Steve, it's like broadcasting. You either have it or you don't. You know, like it does get to a point where you look at somebody, whether it's playing quarterback or being behind a microphone or teaching or whatever you're – you know if you either have it or you don't. He does not have it. So the biggest mistake, aside from Joe Douglas failing on this offensive line, hmm. they could have had a much better backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers. They stuck with Zach Wilson. This is the bed you've made, for better or worse.
0: And here's the thing, I mean obviously Rodgers wants to come back next year. He's going to be 40 coming off an Achilles injury. I mean that to me he may just never of course at 40 to begin with you're not the same as 30 and uh, and even with two healthy ankles At the age of 40, you're not uh, the same as you were at 30 or 35. Bottom line is, you know, everyone can't wait and is expecting a healthy Aaron Rodgers uh, next year. But, I mean, how much confidence should a Jet fan have in an aging, 40 years old, coming off the bad injury with the ankle, the Achilles, how much uh, confidence can a Jet fan have in an Aaron Rodgers coming back next year?
1: Well, it's tough, Steve. It's very tough. And I heard an interview Marino did about a couple weeks ago with my buddy Kevin Clark, who's now over with Omaha. He was with me at the ringer, and now he left for ESPN in Omaha. And basically, Marino was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. well, I'm like Phillies. And I was in my early 30s, and I was never the same player. Now, I know modern medicine has improved, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you want to tell me that Rodgers is in better shape than Marino? Yeah, sure, you can buy that, but... That's a monumental what if. And now, Steve, you understand why the Jets killed Carl on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now you're seeing why, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. All right, John, listen. Uh, New York, New York with John Jastrzemski on the Ringer Podcast Network, JJ After Dark. A million thanks for being a part of the program tonight. It means a lot
1: always great hearing your voice. I want in, by the way, on one of these great lunches with Rosenberg. Uh, okay. That needs to be arranged. So I'm putting the pressure on Polly, not you. So okay.
0: that's, that okay. needs to happen. Okay. Uh, that sounds great. I'm all in. Thanks a lot, John.
1: Stevie, always a pleasure, buddy. Talk our, soon.
0: Our pleasure. The listener's pleasure. Take my word.